Here we go, you guys. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Motivation Magnet. I let that intro run just a little bit long today because it is an absolutely fire song. Shout out Kyle Elliott for letting me use it. It's his new single, Come On Over. We've got him coming on the show soon, so we're going to talk to him about everything going on with that. But today, we go into an awesome interview. Seriously, an awesome interview with Aspen Taylor, a very dear friend of mine, good friend. Um, she is such a great person. She works so hard to be where she is right now. She's grinding. She's moving forward. And I can't think of anybody better to share some motivation with you guys. Uh, she's got some great insights, some great advice to keep you guys moving in everything that's going on today. Okay. So like we did before, we're just going to dive right into the interview at first. I think that's just the best way to do it. We're going to keep doing with that. So interview, awesome interview with Aspen Taylor, right? now three two one here we go you guys today we welcome on a very special guest a good friend of mine taylor up and coming nashville superstar if i say that right now superstar put it in the books i'm telling you right now you hear carrie underwood you're gonna hear aspen taylor next okay <laughs> i love it how are you doing today what's I'm up good. how are you thanks for having i'm me doing on. good i'm doing good just same old putting stuff out of the motivation magnet thanks for coming on that thanks for having me yeah i mean it's gonna be fun again easiest interview of your life best interview of your life best podcast of your life gonna we say love that to do this. we love the motivation <laughs> magnet that's right so let's just start how did you get to where you are right now where are you at give me your life story well that's a long one do you have like three days um, yes okay to make it short and sweet um so i'm from michigan um i was born there born and raised um I've always done music, you know, in different ways. Um, ever since I was little, I started professionally singing though, like actually getting paid for it when I was about 12. Um, I was just playing random bars around Michigan, like nothing too crazy. I wasn't doing anything like huge. 12 year old in a bar. Love that. 12 year old in the bar, you know, Love casual, that. just keeping it casual in Michigan. Um, yeah, I, I played it like the getaway cubby bar. In, like, nice. Where's that Dwajak? Like, I played there a lot. Love um, it. I played just random bars like that. Um, but yeah, I started doing that. And then around 14, I started going to Nashville. Um, and I'd come and I'd record songs and I'd be on Music Row and just doing that whole thing. And I had an agency. Um, they had like three different places. So they had a Michigan location, a Chicago location, and a Nashville location. And so I was kind of like going between all three of them. And like, I was only 14 too. So I just, my parents had to like consent for everything Drop you that off. did. And yeah. like, I just didn't have much control. Um, right. And it was kind of a weird situation because they, first of all, I was getting way too big, way too soon. And I just wasn't ready. And they were trying to make me into this like Taylor Swift-esque person. So if you listen to like any of my old songs, that's I, exactly what it sounds like. He's just a boy. He's just a boy. <laughs> one of my favorites. One of my favorites. He is just a boy, however. That's just a boy. Love that song. <laughs> yes, like Taylor Swift. But it's, um, I mean, it's part of my past, so I love it. And, you know, people listen to it still. Yep. Still out there. It's still on my playlist. Is it really? <laughs> yes, it is. Actually, all three of those. What else? What were the other ones? Well, he's just a boy. First love, second chance. Yes. Yes. Look at me. <laughs> yes. Great songs. Great songs. Your new ones are fantastic. Those other ones, too, fantastic. 
yes. love that for myself. Love yep. when people dig in the dirt and find those too. And then yep. like DMs. Yep. It's the throwbacks. It's the throwbacks. <laughs> oh man. Um, and my name was still Taylor on everything back then too. And so that was just an automatic connection was, Oh, she's going to be like the next Taylor Swift or she's going right. to, you know, do all these things. And so, um, you know, I was taking like professional vocal lessons and I was going about it the right way. Um, I just think that I kind of, and I didn't know it at the time. My family didn't know it at the time. We're from a small town in Michigan. Like you're not right. going to know the right. intentions of the music industry, you know? Right. Um, and so you didn't understand there were snakes in the grass. You just really didn't know. And so, you know, I come from a town where everybody helps everybody and nobody expects anything in return. And so, right. Um, yeah, it was kind of, it got kind of sketchy for a second, um, just because I was just like little 14 year old sitting around this big table of all these guys telling them what I wanted to do with my career and not really knowing who I was. And I, right. I didn't necessarily get manipulated just because like my parents were there. And so anything that was like fishy, they'd be like, whoa, we're not doing that. And, you know, I had an entertainment lawyer for all of the artists out there. If you don't have an entertainment lawyer, you need an entertainment lawyer. So get one, <laughs> make sure you get, have one. One. get one, love that. Good advice. Um, Good advice. Biggest piece of advice, get an entertainment lawyer. Um, So that honestly saved me from probably a lot more damage that could have been done. Um, But yeah, it just wasn't me. And I remember um, the producers of The Voice actually giving me a call. Well, they gave my agency a call. And um, I remember talking. Her name was Ashley at the time. Um, I remember talking to her. She was the producer of the show. She's like, so we've heard some of your songs on YouTube. And we'd like for you to come on the show. And I just remember being like, oh, so you want me to like fly out and audition and like, you know, wait in the long lines and stuff like that's just right. kind of like me. And I was like, right. I don't know. She's like, no, actually, like we want to skip you to live rounds. So basically you're going to be on the show just automatically. You don't have to go through any of the auditions. Like, and so I had my entertainment lawyer check it out because I was like, well, it's probably a scam. Like, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, like, you're like, what the hell? Like, back yeah, up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, There's no way this girl's calling me. I'm like 14. And right, so, right. Um, yeah, he checked it out and it was legit. She was the real producer of The Voice and they like really did want me out there. So I remember her sending me a plane ticket because I accepted the offer and I was like, okay, like I'm going to go on the show and like basically become uber famous. And that's how there I got through it, I guess. It's a dream, like, right? Okay. That's a dream. Yeah, I was like, all right, I guess we're going to do it. And I remember it was like the week before the show and I was packing all my suitcases because I was going to be staying, you know, in this hotel in L.A. And like I had to pack all my stuff. And since I was 14, one of my parents was allowed to go go. with me. Yeah. And so which was really nice, honestly. You're like, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. But um, so my mom was going to go with me. And so we had all our stuff packed and. I remember pulling my suitcases down and being like, I just got this gut feeling. And I remember like hunching over and being like, I'm going to puke. Like, and I just thought it was like cold feet. I was like, oh my gosh. Right, right. Maybe I'm scared to go on this show, you know? Right. And um, I just remember going downstairs and like, I looked like, I think you think I'm pale now. Like, I look good. <laughs> like, you look like good. You look great. Thank you. Thank you. But I, you know, I'm pale, you know, and so right. I, like, I remember literally looking like I got punched in the stomach and my dad being like, are you okay? Like, you know, it's just cold feet. You're going to be okay. And I just remember being like, I can't do this. And he was just like, okay, do you, like, you don't want to do this. And I was like, I don't think this is supposed to be happening. I was like, I think I'm going to puke. And so I remember like, I literally did, like I went in the bathroom and I was like, I'm not okay. There you go. 
Nice. I literally got to get it out. <laughs> get it, get it out. Get, always get it out. Get it out and then rally. Get it out and rally. Yep. And so, um, yeah, I, um, I remember I called my whole team and literally fired everyone. <laughs> I was Thank. like, I'm not doing it anymore. It's like, I'm going to quit music. Something's wrong. And, um, one of the one of the guys on the agency actually like fled the country like he was stealing money from people and like all this stuff and all of these things inside scoop inside scoop and i was like oh my gosh and like all this stuff started to unravel and this was around the time that like my music video just came out i just recorded three singles on music row at one of the biggest recording studios in nashville like all these things were happening and it looked like right. i was going to just go up from there right and i pulled the plug and I just remember I was in high school and it was my, at this time, it was like my junior or senior year. I think I could drive. I don't remember. Like I was close enough. Still. Right. I was right. young still, but like right. definitely not 18. Like I was really okay. young. And um, I just remember being like, I'm going to apply to colleges and I'm going to go to college and live a normal life. And I'm done with music because this was just too much and I wasn't ready. I don't think I want to be famous. Like it was just this whole thing. So I did. And I went to college, joined Alpha Chi Omega, became, it wasn't a sorority. Shout out, shout out, shout out. <laughs> shout yep. out to, uh, um, anyway, yep. I was in a sorority, um, lived my best life for like a, really, a, a while. And then at some point it just wasn't enough. And, and not that I don't have like the best friends of my life and not that like, I don't miss it every day, but there was just something inside of me that was like, okay, it's been two years. It's been long enough. Like I'm. Oh, at the time I was like 19. I was like, okay, I'm 19 now. Like right. I, I can vote, like I can do things myself. And like, right. I've like, I feel like I kind of have gained a footing. And, um, and so I started to just in my dorm room, or I think I lived in the house at that time, but I was just recording videos. So I just put my phone up on a tripod and literally just play my guitar, post it. Right. And, the grind. The grind. Yeah. I was like, well, I was like, you know, I'm sure that somehow all of my followers I had before this were still there. I have no idea. Grace of God, I guess. Like they yep. were all still there. There you so go. I started like really grinding on my socials and I was like, you know, what I'm good at is Instagram stuff. So I was like, right. I'm just going to play on that and I'm going to do what I'm good at and, you know, kind of learn about the rest and let it all fall into place. Um, and so that's what I started doing. And it wasn't anything serious at first. It was just me playing like some shows here and there. And like Harbor Shores is a place in my hometown. Um, it's okay. a golf course. And I played there every single weekend of the summer. And every summer they'd have me back. And it was like a really good gig. Like we do. Right. Not get, we don't get paid like that here in Nashville. <laughs> 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 uh, so if you're in St. Joe and you want a good gig, go to Harbor Shores. There you go. Um, there you go. I wish I could do that gig again because that one was just, it was the best. They gave Money me maker. It was great. Plugs, plugs, man. Plugs. So, Always plug. <laughs> so I, um, I remember I'd just play like random shows. So I was just doing the same gigs I was doing. I still had the same connections and same contacts. And so I'd call people up and I'd be like, hey, they'd be like, are your agents going to call us again? I'd be like, nope, just me. My dad's my agent. So you're just going to have to deal with me and my dad. And I took it over from there. So my dad was my manager just in case he had to like sign things. Right. But it was my show and I was my own manager, everything. I still had my entertainment lawyer, but like that was it. And I was just doing it myself. And um, so I was the main point of contact. And I think that that part, honestly, a big piece of advice I'd give to anyone getting in the industry is to do it yourself for a while. Um, because the other things come. 
Like I have a manager and I have, I have two managers actually. I have like all, you know what I mean? Like, so I have a right. team now, right. but it wasn't always like that. And, um, and I'm grateful for that because I understand the business more because of it. Right. Um, and I still hands-on, I'm hands-on with everything. Like I said, my manager doesn't even know I'm doing this. So <laughs> hey, Perfect. shout out whoever oh, you're, ma- thank you, manager. Thank you. The, <laughs> I appreciate you. I still take over sometimes on accident. Yep. Yep. I don't have, I've, control i like i'm in pr i'm in pr i get it i get it i don't ask stupid questions i ask the right questions he's gonna literally text me and be like saw you on this podcast that's right that's right i'm gonna tag him in and tell me what it is i'm gonna tweet at him be like you're thanks i appreciate it appreciate it (laughs) joe's really cool joe is signed to motown actually so he's way cooler than me we love joe we love joe joe come on the show Joe's Let's way. get Joe on the show. Hey, you can get Joe on the show. Joe would love Let's... to be on the show. All right, Joe's next. Joe's I'm next. calling. I'm calling you out, Joe. When you listen to this, I want you on the show. <laughs> there we go. Him. I'll call him after this. I'll be like, Perfect. Hey, gotta call my friend. He wants you on his podcast. There we um, go. There we go. Let's go. I love Keep it. it going. He um, it's cool. He's cool. But yeah, right. I mean, at this point, I'm like playing these shows in my hometown. Nothing serious. Um, and then I. The best and worst thing that ever happened to me was my ex, honestly. It was nice. like the best thing because I moved across the country to Houston, Texas, which was okay. where my mom lives. So it wasn't like that crazy of a situation, but like it was still like my first move out of the state. And right. I went through like a total like shock and was like really sad for a long time because I was like homesick and I didn't know what to do. Right. And I was right. like, uh. And so. I just like, but I got it. I just figured it out. And I went to a lot of therapy. We love Jessica. We love therapy, everyone. Go Shout to out therapy. Jessica. Shout out Jessica. Shout Let's out go. Therapy. Let's go. Keep shouting them out. I love it. We They're love all coming it. on the show. They're all coming on. I love taking people with me. That's right. Let's keep going. It's great. But yeah, I, uh, I moved to Texas and I started playing at a bar called Ronnie G's. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and I I played there every Friday. And um, I just remember crazy people would come in. Like the Woodlands, Texas is very like, it's bougie, but like really cool people will come in randomly. It's okay. What do you like mean Nashville. by, what do you mean like cool people? Um, Celebrities? Like a lot of sports people will come in. Nice. And so You're going to drop a name? Like, we like dropping names. I, I can't. I can't drop names. Don't want to drop. That's fine. That's I fine. I would love to drop them, but that's then I fine. have to go into stories. And once I did sit across from Travis Scott at a Rockets game. There you go. Like, dropping cool. names. Dropping <laughs> names. That's the name I wanted to hear. Travis Scott, when you listen, you're next, bro. My best friend and I literally were screaming. We were like, be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. That's right. That's right. We like, that's right. We were like, that's right. <laughs> it was a lot. We thought we were so cool. But, um, yeah, it basically I was in Houston and what ended up happening was we went through this bad breakup, me and my ex did. It was like a whole thing. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. So good for you. Um, there you go. It was great. But well, I mean it wasn't great, but like right. now it's great. Right. But, um good song lyrics. Remember, <laughs> look. Always a good I, song lyric. I remember sitting in my apartment. And I was so sad because I thought that this was just like where my life was going. And I was like, man, that's like not what I thought it was going to be. And I was just upset, you know, and I felt like 
I'd been lied to and or just your run of the mill breakup basically where right. I was like, man, were you like pretending this whole time? And I was like, <laughs> the only one that cared, you know? Right. And so I wrote this song called pretender and it was, um, the first song that I had written in a really long time. And I just remember like in that moment, I was like, wow, I'm going to be okay. Like, regardless of what happens, like, I, music is that thing for me, you know? It's like, you can push it away as much as you want to, and you can push away, you know, your destiny or your dream or whatever you want to call it. You can push it away as much as you want to, but it's going to find its way back to you because it's it's the one thing that can break my heart and heal it all at the same time. And so it's That's... like a really... It's a weird mix, you know. Is that a song? That's got to be a song lyric. That could be a I whole song in itself. It that, I that, that I swear that has to be. That's awesome. If you okay, just wrote a song right now, that's awesome. I'll put it in my notes. You want to? That's write right. It put it in there. Put it in there. And that's then me. we'll write it. We'll write. And it. then hashtag the motivation magnet. After. You got it. If you're on the song, then you'll get credit for it. Yeah. I'll let's write it. Great. We'll co-write it. We'll start. We'll start at the end of this. Perfect. Yeah. Just and then we'll put it on the show. We'll sing. I don't sing. I don't sing. But I'll figure it out. Hey, then we'll have to text George because then we can go play it for George, and then George we will have to play it for George, and then he'll roll it out to all the peeps. George will George will sing it. George is so damn smart; he'll just find I some way. So I love that man. I love I George him so much. Um, love him. <laughs> Had to plug, plug in George. Had to plug George. We love plug George. George. Always George plug George. To be on the podcast. George is coming on the show. George is too. George would make me look dumb. That's the only thing. Can He's too me, smart. Me and George do a dual call. Let's do it. Can I'm in. Be on it? Yes. Yes. That sounds perfect. We're bringing George. I should text George, him like George down the show. Go text him because George is a main like pusher for my career. Oh, I'm, I will. I, I'm, I'm texting him right now. I'm literally texting him. Amazing. Literally text him right now. Be like, George, you need to come on the show. Get on the show. Taylor misses you. Love it. Love it. We'll see if he responds. That's true. He better respond. I'll text better. him too. All right, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> okay, Where okay. are we at? We're in Houston. So, we're in Houston. Now we're in Houston. So I write Pretender, and I'm like, man, I'm just not happy. I'm, like, living a comfortable life. Like, I could be comfortable with this, you know? Right. And probably go down the path of, like, I don't know, being a basic Instagram model or whatever. And, like, you know, like, that. Influence, baby. That, Influence. Like, yep. Yeah. Like, I could have been okay, you know? Right. But it just wasn't enough. Like, I... Ugh, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I was raised to just hustle and grind right. and literally don't stop until you're literally exactly where you want to be and you're at the right. top. And so, right. and I, I was just kind of raised to have new dreams all the time. Like, don't be a one lane person. You got to have your hand in everything and know how to do everything and be self-sufficient. And like, right. I love my parents for it, but it's made me like a crazy hard worker. And it's a so, grind. It's a grind. It's a grind. It's a hustle it's a all the time. Yep. So, I just remember sitting there and I was working in a nutrition shop um, at the time and I just remember sitting there and I was emailing every producer. <laughs> like right. I was emailing every producer in Texas, every producer in Nashville, every producer in New York, in Austin, in California and right. like, everywhere. And I could not find one that I vibed with. And I just remember like, I called my old producer that I worked with on Music Row and he wanted to work with me and he sent me back a demo. It sounded like Taylor Swift. And I was like, that's not what I wanted. I right, like, no. right. So I have this like top producer in Nashville who produces for tons of people. And I was like, if he doesn't do what I want, like, how am I ever going to find somebody, you know? 
And um, it's not to make this all spiritual, but it's really crazy how when something's meant to be, like, I feel like God pulls the strings of my life. And right. There's just nothing Amen. I could have done yep. to yep. do anything differently, you know? Absolutely. And somehow he just like pulls the strings in the right way. And I just, the way that like, it's a total God moment. Like I don't, I can't explain to you how I met all the people I met. You right. Know, like, I Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yep. And, like, I don't, Everything I don't know happens how to tell people how I got here because it's God. Like that's all I want. Right. You know? Right. So I, um, I remember I, I call it the dark web. It wasn't the dark web. It was literally just a, a very, very, very in-depth Google search. And, um, <laughs> I could not find any producers. And I just remember being like, okay, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to look up my favorite song and see who produced that. Got to start somewhere, you know? Right. Fuck it. Yeah. It was, was, um, girl by Marin Morris, I think. Fire song. Fire song. Yeah. I was was like, okay. So I like looked up who produced it and I found Dallas Jack. He was on the track and I was like, he sounds cool. So I messaged him and he responded in like an hour and was like, Hey, um, yeah, I mean, can you do a conference call later today? And I was like, yes. And so we can make that work. (laughs) I was like, yeah, absolutely. And so I remember he called me and I sat by the pool, um, and we probably talked for like two hours and just like got our life stories out, what I want, what he does. Um, and I remember him being like, so can you come to Nashville? Like, could you come on a trip to Nashville? And I was like, maybe. And I texted my best friend. I remember being like, Sarah, do you want to go on a trip to Nashville? And Who's going like, to say no to that? She was like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we packed in the car, um, me and her, and then our friend, Michael, we were going to drop him off in Memphis to see his parents. And then she was going to go with me. We got an Airbnb and, um, we drove the 14, 16 hours, whatever it was. We drove it all in one shot. From Houston? From Houston. Oof. Yeah. We road tripped. And the three of us took turns. So we'd go in like three-hour increments and like just rotate. And whoever was in the back seat took a nap. And then like, right. we, like we all had our headphones in listening to podcasts. And like it was a right. really fun trip. And um, I remember we got there. And we had, for all my music people that are listening, you're going to know how in-depth and crazy this, what I'm about to say is. But in five days... We wrote, um, I had three co-writes a day for five days and we wrote 21 songs, 18 songs. Yeah. Front to back. And I cried way too much because I- Where are the 21 songs? Well, they're my album that's coming out. Are we going to drop, or is there a release date? Maybe. We'll see. So, we'll see. At the end we'll of see. The All right. I'm that. Now I'm excited. We'll keep see. going. Keep it going. I'll open you up like a book. Let's keep going. It might keep be going. exclusive. We'll see. Let's do it. So basically, I only I have 12 songs on the album now. So we really refined it, and you know, it's. I'll talk about the album here in a minute. But perfect. I love that. Um, yeah, so we wrote all these songs, and every single song I would write, I'd have to go back to my whole breakup because it's part of the album. But right. I'd go back I to my love breakup, that. explain the exact moment that burned me, and then write a song about it. And so it was like this crazy cleansing experience, but my brain was like actually dead by the end of the five days. Right. Um, and it was like the most, just the craziest experience of my life. Um. But I remember on the last day of my trip, I said, okay, this was the most amazing experience of my life. 
what can I do to make this my life? Like, what can I do to make this my career? And what do I need to do to make this my career? And he said, can you move to Nashville? And I said, uh, that's, and I remember I called my dad and my mom and I conferenced them in on a call and I said, Hey, so theoretically, cause they've been pushing me to, you know, follow my dreams. Right? They're dreams. like the weird parents. They're like the parents that are like, why are you working a corporate job again? Why did you go to college? Like, right. like yeah, go Great to college and like live your life. But like, why are you not following your dreams? Like they're the coolest right. parents ever. So right. awesome. <laughs> So I remember calling them and being like, theoretically, um, if I wanted to move to Nashville, could I move to Nashville? And like, when could I move to Nashville? And I remember right. them being like, okay. And so they take a minute, you know, and I'm outside of the studio. Like I'm at the studio. And um, I remember them crunching some, some time frames and some, when can one of us get you out there? And um, I remember they came back on the phone and my dad goes, we can get you out there in two weeks. I said, perfect. And I went back into the studio and I said, I'll be here in two weeks. And I think his jaw actually dropped down. Yeah, that was quick. He was like, I've never seen anyone do this before. And I was like, you've never met anyone like me, Dallas. Right. There you go. There you go. Let me tell you that. And um, I did. I moved here two weeks later. I didn't know anybody. Um, I moved in with four guys and it was new girl. I was Jess. That's awesome. My best friends. They're still my best friends. Like I love them. I just moved in with four random guys in this house and um, yeah, and I built it from the ground up. And um, since then, I just, I do a crap ton of co-writes and I'm in the studio 24 seven before Corona. I was playing live shows a few times a week. Right um, Now I'm, even though people can play live shows, I'm still kind of trying to avoid them. So I'm really just working on writing and like building socials and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's been the craziest experience of my life, and I haven't even been here for a year yet. So um, I really can't wait to see what happens. But <laughs> it's really crazy. Like That's, my life is literally crazy. That is a wild. I I am a big fan. That's that is wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. So where? So what are you doing right now? You're spending time in the studio. What's mm-hmm. what are big plans? What's next? So. Basically, I don't know. <laughs> so, right. um, pre corona, I probably could have told you exactly what was going to happen. Right. I was rocking and rolling. Like, I had, oh my God, I had so many opportunities. And now it's it's not that they're gone. It's just that we all have to like reevaluate. Right. Um, I would say the reality is, and another tip for any musician or just anybody in general is to do the dirty work. Um, so, I mean, I work a corporate job. I work Monday through Friday, eight to five, no flexibility in the schedule corporate job. Right. You got to grind. You got to grind. And I do, I have two full-time 40 hour a week jobs and I, it, sometimes it sucks. And sometimes I wonder why I'm here and like, you know, and I guess my like biggest piece of advice is just to like grind, you know, because that corporate job, yeah, it kind of sucks sometimes, but it pays for my life. (laughs) Right. You got to have it. You got to have it. Yeah, and I think it's important to do that kind of work to get you to that next step. But anyway, um, I guess what's on the horizon is my new album. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's not dropping as a whole album. So we're releasing it as a collection of singles. Okay. Um, and then it'll be released as an album later. But right, the whole right. reason behind that is it's a story. 
So um, it's called Lightning in a Bottle. And awesome. It's um one. It's one of the lines from Pretender. Um, I wanted it to be one of the lines from the song that like made me started you know? it. Yeah, started <laughs> and, it. Yeah. Um. So it's called Lightning in a Bottle, and um, I just feel like that's kind of how my whole life is. Um, my life really. I got a second chance, you know, and I well no. Let me rephrase. I made myself a second chance, and um. <laughs> I I feel like I'm sort of living this lightning strikes twice kind of life right now. And okay. it's just the craziest thing. So basically the album is a story from front to finish, um, starting from the end of my relationship all the way to where I am now. Um, and it's just all the things I wish that I would have had during my breakup. And it's all of, it's not about the breakup. It's not really even about him. It's just about, how I was feeling and how I got through things. It's like all the right. hard things I wish I would have had in a song when I was going through it. Um, okay. And all the things I feel like people don't say or don't want to talk about because it's like hard or weird or, you know what I mean? So mm. um, it's kind of all of that wrapped into a, tr- a 12 track album. It was like 15 tracks and then I broke it down because we're going to add some singles later. But I like that. I like that. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm working on now. And we actually just wrapped up the last song um last week so so it's it's all done you're just waiting to yeah so i um we have to do some tracking on the last song but all the other ones are completely done um a lot of them are mastered i just i have so many cool people in my circle and i'm so grateful for all of them because it's the important thing in this industry is to find people that genuinely care about you and want right. you to go far because they believe in what you're doing. Um, not for a paycheck and not for whatever their ulterior motive is, but to like actually see you go somewhere. Um, and that's what's really cool about my team. So yeah, I guess for now, just kind of navigating COVID and trying to right, get out, through everything. Yeah. yeah trying <laughs> to figure out my place in the industry until everything kind of opens back up and that's really it. But that's an awesome, that's a, I mean, a, a fantastic. So we talk a lot of here about how you life's too damn short to not chase your dreams. Right. And I think you just getting, I tell people all the time, you got to just sometimes jump and hopefully someone's going to catch you and you took a leap of faith and it sounds like everything's going amazingly for you. Right. I mean, if I could say that, and that's awesome to see that, you know, you, it does pay off. Like it gets to the point where you just have to take a leap of faith and go. And I, you're a, a living example of that. And that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. That's I mean, really awesome. That's my advice for anybody. You know, sometimes you gotta just, you gotta just do it, you know, cause you're never going right. to be ready. You know, it's right. never, there's never going to be a good time and something's always going to be in your way, whether it's Corona or whether it's, you know, a breakup or, that you don't have enough money or you don't think you can change your life. And like, nobody's going to give you a second chance, you know, like nobody's right. going to do that for you. You have to create your own way. And I'm the biggest believer in just hustle. I mean, every single person on this planet, whether, whether their status is president of the United States or the janitor in your hometown, nobody can tell you that you can or can't do something. Cause they're just another human. Right. So go do it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I, Absolutely. I love doing things. People tell me I can't do. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Go through the hate. I love that. That's awesome. So let's dive in. Where are you playing at? Like before COVID in, in Nashville, 
I love Nashville. Where have you been at, like, live music-wise? Yeah. So, I'm unfortunately, I'm not really a Broadway person. I totally respect the hell out of Broadway artists. Like, right. totally. It's just not really me. Okay. Um, so, I don't play a lot on Broadway. The first place I ever did play in Nashville was Tootsie's on Broadway, though. That was awesome. the first place I ever played. So, awesome. you know, the big purple building, that was yep. the first place I ever played yep. at. Um, but... I play a lot on Demumbrian, so um, okay. that's basically the singer-songwriter street. Um, that's where you'll see a lot of writers' rounds and very original music. There's, like, no covers on Demumbrian, really. Um, awesome. So, yeah, I play a lot of writers' rounds at Doghouse. Okay. Um, that's what I was doing anyway before Corona. So I was doing a lot of that. Um, I played at um, – Man, I played some some cool places. I played at a couple hotel bars, which are really cool because you get to meet a bunch of people from out of town. Right. Um, right. And then I, I just do a lot of writing. I mean, that's kind of what I've spent my first year doing. Um, it wasn't so much about the writer's rounds. It, I mean, it was just so I can keep my performance up. Um, but I've spent a ton of time writing because that's the one thing I wasn't doing this whole time. Right. Um, or before I moved here, I should say that was the one thing that I didn't do a whole lot of was writing. Um, I did a lot of performance, so I just kind of switched gears and right. became the writer for a while. And yeah, now I'm kind of, I'm ready to get back to live shows with my band and like actually, right. you actually like, get back in front of people. Shows. Yeah. yeah. So, That's awesome. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm going to end it with two questions. Okay. okay. First what are you listening to right now? Favorite song, favorite album, favorite artist? What are you doing? Favorite artist is Black Bear. Always Black yep. Bear. Um, yep. Sobbing in Cabo is my favorite song right now. Or Queen of Broken Hearts. Okay. Um, Both off of his new album. I'm literally obsessed with him. Um, I listen to a lot. I don't just, I mean, I listen to country when I'm in the mood. Um. But I'd say I listen to a lot of Fletcher. Um, Chelsea Cutler is always my okay. favorite. Yep. I listen yep. to a lot of, you know, Dirks Bentley and like 2000s Love country. Dirks. I listen to a Love lot Dirks. of that. Kelsey Ballerini, um, Morgan Wallen. Just whatever I'm in the mood for. But lately I've been in kind of a black bear mood. So I've been listening to Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So it's called the Motivation Magnet for a reason. If you had one thing to say to the people listening, what is it? Become independent. Um, And by that, I just mean if you can get to a place in your life where you don't rely on anyone for happiness, for financial stability, for personal growth or stability. um, And I don't mean that in the way of like don't surround yourself with people. I just mean hustle until you're doing it on your own, you know, and and you're never going to get to the top without having people's help. Like, that's not what I mean. I just mean that like my biggest accomplishment this far in life, regardless of songs I've written or people I've worked with is the fact that I'm doing this on my own. And like, I mean, yeah, I have help from people. Cause like I said, you have to, but for the most part at 21, I am independent. And which is awesome. That's literally the greatest thing that I've ever done in my life. So yeah, be independent. I would say be independent. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else you got to say? Are you going to give me a teaser? Like, oh give me a month. Give me oh, a month. A month. I don't have one yet. So I just, uh, I have a distribution deal that I actually just got a couple months ago. Okay. Uh, so that's super exciting. So. What does that mean? 
Um, basically they act as a label, but they're not a label. So okay. it's very like independent artist driven. Right. So um, they'll pump it out on different platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're okay. great. Um, it just takes a little bit longer. So if I was to go through like distro kit or something, it could right. be out in a couple weeks. Um, but with them, we're looking at more like eight weeks from the time we submit. So I'd say a couple months, definitely by the end of 2020. That's what we needed to hear. There'll be something awesome. out by the end. Awesome. I love that. Well, t- I really appreciate you coming on. This was tons of fun. Uh, George didn't text me back, which is a damn shame, but oh. we're going to do a group conference call. Okay. Yes. That sounds great. Perfect. And then next time I'll be in Nashville in a couple weeks. Are you really? I am. I am. Will you actually text me? Yes, I will. September, September, like 26th, 27th. Okay. I was going to say, cause I'll be in Michigan for my birthday, which is the 10th, but I will literally be here for that weekend. Perfect. All right. I'm texting you. You better actually text me. I'll be here. I will. I will. All right. Again, thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to drop when your album comes out everywhere on all my socials. Looking forward to it. It's going to be super good. Be independent. I love that piece of advice. I absolutely love it. Again, thanks so much for coming on. You're the best. Thanks for having me. All right, you guys. Seriously, how awesome is Taylor, right? I think she has some just incredible insight on the music industry, you know, how it is being an up and coming Nashville artist, her story about going on the voice. And she trusted her gut. You know, I think a lot of people need to learn that when your gut's really telling you something, whether that be to not do something or to take that leap of faith and just jump and hopefully something's going to catch you, you got to trust your gut, trust yourself. Know that if you really believe that you need to do something, do it. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say that life is too damn short, right? Nick said it in our interview with him. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. It's never guaranteed. And even if it is, you never know if it's just going to flat out suck, right? So enjoy today. Enjoy every second. Look on the bright side of everything. Glass half full, people. I was thinking about this today while I was listening to the radio, and it was about concerts, okay? We haven't been to a concert. I think the last, like, big show was Post Malone in Denver, and that was back in March, okay? How excited are people going to be to get back to those, right? No Faster Horses this year sucked, okay? It sucked. But can you imagine what it's going to be like when we get back there next year, when we're all out of this and we will get out of this, how fun it's going to be to pack bars, to go to concerts, to go to football games, pack the stadiums, right? We're going to get through it and it's going to be so damn good. You never know what you had until it's gone. You never thought that would just be Oh, I can't, you know, sit down at a restaurant or I can't do this. If you live, I can't go to a gym. You know, I never would have thought that, right? Now that it's been taken away from a little bit, I think being able to see that, holy shit, we're getting it back. We're going to get it back. We're going to be able to do all these things again is awesome. It's awesome. We're going to be back better than ever. And everybody's going to be happy to see each other and all this good stuff. So glass half full, people. Really, really look at it like that. Glass half full. Okay? All right, let's talk about the five daily 
reminders. I'm going to engrave this in your head every single time you listen to this show. You are amazing. You're unique. You're special. Seriously, know that. Live that. Love that. You are amazing. Number two, you can achieve anything. Literally anything you want to do. Look at Elon Musk. The guy's out here putting his money where his mouth is and coming up with like brain chips. He wants to mine space. I don't even know. I can't comprehend it, but this guy had a dream. He had a vision. He wanted to do all these things. And what is he doing? He's chasing those dreams. He's going after it. Everybody that we're bringing on here, right, they've chased their dreams. They're working hard. They're going for it. They are going to achieve it just like you if you just eventually say, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. We're going to start. We're going to make the first step, okay? You can achieve it. Just got to dream it and believe it, okay? Number three, positivity is a choice. Be positive. Glass half full, people. Glass half full. Be positive. It doesn't take anything for you to be positive. Be the bright, shining star in a room full of duds, okay? Be happy. Be smiling. If you're out at a bar, yeah, we can't see each other in masks, but if you're safely sitting, wave at somebody. Smile at somebody. Let them know that you care, that we love each other. We're all bringing the energy. We're all being positive because that's what we need, people. We need some positivity. We need some smiles. We need some laughter. Know that's going to be okay. Glass half full, people. I'm going to say it a thousand times. Glass half full. Positivity is a choice. Make the right choice. Be positive. Number four. Fired up here, guys. I'm fired up. Absolutely fired up. Your limitations are only in your imagination. This kind of goes along the lines of you can achieve anything. Don't put limitations on yourself. If you want to make the next spaceship and travel to Mars, go do it. Go do it. You can do it. If you want to do it, do it. If you want to be the next Luke Bryan, you want to go play college football, you want to be in the NFL, be the next Brady, anything, go do it. Don't put limitations on yourself. Those are only in your imagination. That's not a real limitation. That's just in your head. Get out of your head. Put it in your head that you are going to do it. You've got it. Okay? Your limitations are only in your imagination. And number five, don't settle. Don't settle. You want it? Go and freaking get it. Go get it. You got it. All of these intertwine people, they intertwine. Go chase your dreams. Life is too damn short. Okay? Chase your dreams. Don't settle. Okay? Five daily reminders. They might get annoying, but we're going to talk about them every single day because it's stuff that you need to hear. Okay? Sound good? Awesome. All right. Next segment, I wanted to give a shout out to my two good friends that are also in the middle of this college football, nobody knows, up in the air, yada, yada. Okay? Right? Their season right now is postponed. I feel heartbroken for them, but these are two guys that are making the best out of it, okay? They're not hanging their heads. They're going to work. They're in the weight room. They're doing their best to do everything they can to get better for when they're allowed to play, okay? Jeremiah, long snapper at Buffalo, seriously an absolute quality guy, great friend, hard worker, okay? An absolute 
die-hard football player. He loves the game. He works his ass off to be where he is, and he's doing awesome. Okay, Jeremiah, you listen to this. You're getting ready. Come on the show. Seriously. I want you on the show. I think it would be an absolutely fantastic interview. Keep grinding. Keep hustling. Uh, I'm excited to watch you guys play in, the, play in the spring, okay? And then Trevor, my boy, my man, up in Saginaw. Seriously, this guy is an absolute tank. An absolute tank. Again, somebody that's up there working his ass off to get to where he is, okay? All these guys and all these people that I'm talking about, they work so damn hard to get to where they are, okay? Model after them. These two guys, if you're a high school football player, anybody listening, these two guys are the dudes you want to follow. Hard working cats right there. Okay. Shout out you guys, Trevor. Come on the show. Let's do a group thing. Seriously. Anytime you guys want, let's do it. Okay. Last thing. Song of the day. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Come on over. Kyle Elliott. Seriously. We just did the interview. It's going to be awesome. We're going to release that soon. An amazing song. It just dropped, brand new. Uh, it's the cover of this one, and it's awesome. Okay, that's my song. It's lifting me up. We're going. We're working hard, and we're getting through it. All right. Awesome episode. We've got some big, 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 huge, massive interviews coming up very soon. Okay. So, like before, give me a shout out. Give me a share. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Coach Wilder 5, the Twitter, Bam Wilder 56, basically everything else, okay? Subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't, tell your friends and bring people up. Seriously, just bring people up. Don't put anybody down. Bring everybody around you to a new level of positivity, motivation, and just keep people freaking smiling, okay? You guys keep smiling, keep being beautiful, keep laughing, and keep working hard. You guys are amazing. You're awesome. Thanks for listening. Cheers.